It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome back. I'm still excited about that uh, conversation we had before the break there with an astronaut. Yeah, with the man responsible for these rocket boosters, which are going to bring American men and women back into outer space, onto the surface of the moon, and ultimately onto Mars. I'll tell you what, I promise you that as this mission develops, the Artemis mission, that I'm going to do everything I can to talk about it as much as I can. I want you to be up to date on all the details. I want you to know about the developments. Once the astronauts are actually assigned to the various missions, uh, we'll do profiles on them. This stuff is is important. It, It genuinely is important. It is how we learn, it is how we grow, it is how the next generation's minds are expanded and open to create an even better world. And I know that might sound hyperbolic, uh, but but it's not. I can assure you it's not. Our lives today are better because of the work done by NASA and space operations in the past. And it can be even better in the future, and we're going to be a witness to it here on this program, certainly. All right, I have a few minutes to chat with you about Facebook. That's before the press conference kicks off, hosted by the governor and state epidemiologist Dr. Angela Dunn. They're going to go over the numbers related to coronavirus here in Utah. Also, uh, there are some legislative leaders there who will likely be talking about the budget proposals, some of that information I shared with you earlier. But in about 10 minutes from now, we will hear from those leaders live here on KSL News Radio. In the meantime, Facebook. Facebook. Why do you enjoy Facebook? What do you get out of it? If you ask me that question, I'd answer it this way. I'd say, you know, it is a good way for me to keep in track, uh, keep in touch with uh, my old mission buddies, my old friends from high school, some of my old teachers, family. My family personally is spread out around the country, and it is a great way to trade notes, to trade pictures, to trade information, updates on the nieces and the nephews. I don't I don't rely on it too much for news and information. I, I'm turned off sometimes by the advertising. And when given the option, I'll click on that. Yeah, I don't need to see anything like that again. Now, what if you, what if you had the ability to completely shut off political advertisements? What if you could say to Facebook, yeah, no, I, I don't need, I don't need any election ads. I don't need candidates sharing their information or misinformation or disinformation on my Facebook feed. Would you take advantage of that option? Would you check the box that eliminated from your news feed political advertisements? Well, it turns out you're going to have that choice. Yeah. Late last night, Mark Zuckerberg published in USA Today uh, an opinion piece Well, that's how USA Today termed it. But for Zuckerberg, it was essentially an explanation of some new policies that they will be putting in place at Facebook. The headline reads, Mark Zuckerberg, historic Facebook campaign will boost voter registration, turnout, and voices. Now, what's that mean? I've been talking about turning off political ads. Well, yeah, Facebook is committed to the importance of our American right to vote. 
In fact, this piece written by Zuckerberg says, with so much of our discourse taking place online, I believe platforms like Facebook can play a positive role in this election by helping Americans use their voice where it matters most, by voting. The announcement today of the what he describes as the largest voting information campaign in American history will kick off today. The goal is to help 4 million people register to vote, and as we take on that effort, he outlines a number of areas where they will be focusing uh, their, their energies. First, they're going to encourage people to vote. There will be uh, an, an ability for you on Facebook to click and clack around and know exactly what information you need to make sure that you are able to cast your vote and that that vote is counted. That's one. Later, they talk about uh, a way for leaders to be held accountable. Now, what's the best way for leaders to be held accountable? Some time ago, Mark Zuckerberg appeared uh, before a group at Georgetown University and spoke along these lines. He said he's considered banning political ads in the past, but they're an important way to give voice to the candidates. You know, given the sensitivity around political ads, I've considered whether we should stop you know, allowing them altogether. From a business perspective, and the controversy certainly is not worth the very small part of our business that they make up. But political ads can be an important part of voice, you know, especially for uh, local candidates and up-and-coming challengers and advocacy groups and the media might not otherwise cover, so that way they can get their voice into the debate. Banning political ads favors incumbents and whoever the media chooses to cover. Zuckerberg goes on to talk about a line and that there is not a clear place where this line should be drawn. Even if we wanted to ban political ads, it's not even clear where you draw the line. There are many more ads about issues than there are directly about elections. Would we ban ads about health care or immigration or women's empowerment? And if you're not going to ban those, does it really make sense to give everyone else a voice in political debates except for the candidates themselves? Now, this is absolutely fascinating, and it's a little bit nuanced, so pay attention here. Zuckerberg said in that address to Georgetown, it's not clear where you draw the line, because if you were to ban political ads, uh, you know, that leads to this question and that. Do you ban uh, ads uh, run by issue-based organizations, special interest groups? What about polit political action committees? Well, I think that in this announcement today by Mark Zuckerberg that they found the line. They have found a way to hold politicians accountable while also allowing us to be exposed to the information that we would like. And it is done by this way, shifting the responsibility onto our shoulders, where I have been saying it belongs for months and months now as I've hosted this radio program. You and I are ultimately responsible for the information we use to make the decisions that influence our votes. Yeah, so when a politician posts something on social media, it really is up to us to decide whether or not it's true or not. To either take it at face value, or maybe dig a little bit, call that candidate's office, track down for ourselves areas where we can find reliable information. Zuckerberg says that it's not Facebook's role to do that, but rather ours. And if we don't want to engage in that at all, Facebook is also introducing the ability to turn off seeing all political ads. What do you think about that?
57500. That's the Utah Community Credit Union text line. I'd love to hear what you think. Is it our responsibility to cut through all the nonsense? Is it our responsibility to make decisions for ourselves and verify information that's presented to us? And you think you'll be turning off political ads on Facebook? I'd like to hear your thoughts. We're going to take a break right now. When we come back, it's expected that Governor Gary Herbert, alongside state epidemiologist Dr. Angela Dunn and other state leaders, will be offering information regarding our battle against the coronavirus. That's ahead on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.